Welcome to another episode of Self-Help Shark. And this is Brett. And I'm Morgan. And today we're talking about things that have helped us keep going. Not just during this time of crisis, but also just in life. When there were points where you were at your wit's end and you're like, I can't go on any further. Well, hopefully you're still here when you're listening to this and something pushed you further. We want to know what kept you going. So, I guess... What, you want to start? Let's go get some motivation. Hey! And discipline. Yes. And all the fun stuff. So, I guess I'll start. What what kept me going was, um, so, I was talking about Brett this, uh, talking about it to Brett this morning. Blah. Sorry, guys. It's been a long day. I just got home from work. And, um, like, what we wanted to talk about. And so, one thing that I wanted to talk about was, like, the first year after, excuse me, excuse me, the first year after I got home from college where it was like I had been out of my parents' nest for three years and gotten used to being independent and doing literally whatever I wanted and then, um, and then all of a sudden I moved back into my parents' house and it was like I was under their rules again and like I remember my first night that I was the night before my first day, my first job out of college, my dad texts me and he's like, don't forget, you got to wake up early. And I was trying to hang out with some of my friends and, you know, I love my parents. They're trying to be good people. But like at that point, I was like, it was kind of like a culture shock because I went from having all this freedom to none. And I thought about it. I'm like, well, how do other people do that when they move home? And I'm like, well, I don't know that everyone that everyone I know moved home after college except for Remy and I. And so there was points where I was really, really lonely and sad. And <clears throat> all of my friends were from Gunnison where we went to school. And the friends that I had in the Denver Littleton area where we live were not my friends anymore. So it was just it was just a lot and it was a big change and there were times where I just didn't think I could do it anymore. And I remember one thing that got kept me going was I had one of my college friends who I actually get to see every every so often um, and talk to her a lot. She um, is getting married in July, and so I'm one of her maid of honors for that. And what kept me going was getting to visit her while she still lived up there and got through school because she was a couple of years younger than me. And then um, we would go to Denver Pop Culture Con every summer together. And they, she and her now fiancé would hang out. And so being still finding ways to be social really helped me out. And then uh, Remy also started a weekly D&D group. So even though it was still hard, seeing some people that were still in the area was kind of nice. And it... It helped me get back to that social point because um, when you're a social person and you go from a really social setting where you can't walk five feet down campus without running into at least five of your best friends, it's hard. And so it's it's easier now, but um, I definitely remember there were points where like I was like, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm what's going to happen. And Remy definitely helps me out with that by just talking to me and being like hey you're not alone you got people here and that was I think one of many points in my life where like um I 
I like literally fell at my wits end with anxiety. Everything that doesn't go your way or like isn't go or it's out of your control. Everything feels like it's the end of the world. So every day sometimes feels like that, especially in our current world. But um, I gotta say one one moment was uh was definitely where Remy was helping me and. I could go talk to him and I could go talk to his mom who was really good to support system and eventually we got a lot of eventually like a bunch of our friends moved to Littleton and that was nice and we still get to see our other friends a lot but it's still hard so so but, it seems like like after college we tend to get lost in like the idea of like all right because going through college we all have plans that's pretty much like I'm going to do A, B, and C so I can get to D and E and make X mm-hmm. amount of money. Mm-hmm. And when the plans don't, and when the real world doesn't work that way, most of the time. As it doesn't, yeah. Or in some people's worlds, it doesn't work really that well. And mm-hmm. and this from your story that you shared is that it it seems like we typically get uh, lost up and caught up into our own emotions and our own feelings and our own outlook and perspective instead of changing that dynamic we kind of get into that gloom and gloom situation mm-hmm. and that kind of really correlates to now too because we can't go out we well we can't do there's nothing really left to do outside and except for exercise and grocery shopping right now mm-hmm. so it's what also kind of helps me is just thinking that um, this isn't going to be my situation forever. So back then, I totally thought it was going to be me and my boyfriend alone in Littleton, which I there was nothing wrong with Remy. He was wonderful, and he's still wonderful. Like I said, he got me through stuff. But but we also need those places to go and those support groups to, or our friend groups that we can also branch out to and hang out and take a break from was going on at home or at work in certain areas. Yep. And have your social circle, but also have your private life too. So, um, but just knowing that this situation that we're all in and whatever situation you're in that's making you unhappy or seems like it's a doomsday situation, um, just know that this isn't the end of it, that there's, even though life isn't going to go the way you planned at all, um, there are alternate routes that, you can go on and I don't know about anybody listening to this but I'm a believer in a higher power I won't say which one and whenever things don't go my way I just think that there's somebody up there rerouting the plan for me and I'm like okay I need to listen to you and then I kind of just trust in what I think they mean for me and that helps too yeah I'm good you're good yeah I talked yeah. You talk. I'm good. I talked. <laughs> I talked. I'm good. It's your turn to talk now. <laughs> so, uh, so I've been going back onto everything that I've learned as of lately because of the current situations in the world and how every because uh, this is the first time in anybody's real lifetime there has been a. That is a sleeping pill that I must have dropped on the floor. You had a sleeping pill. Oh my god, melatonin. I just noticed that. I'm like, Jarvis is totally going to come in and try to eat that. So I picked it up. I haven't seen the others. Anyways, sorry. Anyways. 
Focusing. Um, I've been really, <laughs> I've been really using everything I've learned from the past that is just constantly keeping me motivated to get through current times right now. Um, a lot of things got shut down. In, uh, a lot of things got shut down in everybody's life, and this is the first time in a lot of people in anyone's life that the world itself is on the same page. Like, it's at a standstill. Mm-hmm. And which I think is crazy, but... I think you... it's going to be good. I think it's turning us to, like, some good reforms and things that need to happen. Yeah, and I think it's... Um, also, we have to... Uh, I've learned in myself that I had to learn how to adapt. And I kind of learned and picked up those skills going to college because by the time I was 19, I had to be out of out of the house, like... There's no choice to move back in or anything like that. So I had this, so, because my, um, my dad gave me a year to put a plan together. It's like, all right, you're out of high school, put a plan together. All right, I put a plan together. I told my dad, well, on this day, I need you to take me up to the mountains to go to college. (laughs) (laughs) Just, hey, dad, I'm going to college. Take me on this day. Okay. And he was like, cool. I'm glad he, uh, he was very supportive of me, and he was glad I got in, and he told me good luck. Two weeks later, he gives me a phone call, and he's like, you know what? We're moving to Oregon. Like, freshman in college, being 19-year-old, is like, whoa. I don't want to do that. My dad's moving to Oregon. And not the fact that I want to do it, but I've already started putting my plan in motion. So I'm like, I'm not going to let anyone derail my plan. So I got really motivated. It's like, I could do this. I could do this. Sure enough, I was able to find and figure out and dig and claw my way through college for five years to figure life out. It it, it helped once you figured out what your major and minor was. Yes, it did. <laughs> Part of adapting is also figuring out what you want to do as a career. I did not know what the hell I was doing, to be honest. Uh. Actually, I could have gave two shits of what I was do- doing at one point. Like, I went down such a dark rabbit hole for a whole semester because I messed up in a class, which I thought, man, this is my plan, this is my idea, this is where I'm going. And then it f- and I failed. I failed very hard. Um, and then I realized that I didn't have a knack for that. Like, yeah, you could say, you could have worked harder, you could have done, but I just, certain things for me wasn't clicking, and that was computer programming. That's what, to me, that's like one of the hardest things to understand. I thought it would be fun to be a computer programmer, and then I watched my, I watched Kira try to get through it, and I was like, <laughs> no, no, not going to happen. Yes. Nope. So I jumped ship, I went into English, and I said, all right, well, there was like five other majors before I chose English, and then I didn't really, like, I really loved the creative writing side of English, like writing stories, poetry, books. Study, uh, doing uh, studying the different archetypes of how to write and things like that. That was amazing. I hated the academic side. What does that mean? What's the difference between academic and person? So it's kind, of, it's kind of you being a critic of writing. Oh, okay. And it's like, uh, it's just really awful. Am like I... this guy's writing sucks? Like No, that? no. It's like, it's like there's a set of standards and rules that you got to follow to criticize certain uh, everyone's work. Okay. Yeah, so... You didn't like doing that? No, I didn't like doing that at all. Mm-hmm. I couldn't handle writing like that. So uh, so I realized, well, 
there's always um, I've always been good at like customer service jobs and been able to be like I over excel when I am able to provide customer service so I just hop into sociology hey they can help people yeah yeah and from there I just kept scratching and clawing my way through and I feel like the biggest thing that helped me refocus and get my mind back on track is really just uh, uh, playing sports and being um, getting involved and, and also working out a lot and stop drinking so damn much. <laughs> but it's fine, um, Brett. No. No, guys. Drinking is bad. Don't do it. Drinking a lot is bad. Don't do it. Having one to two beers or one glass of wine or something like that is that's okay. That like maybe one once a night, yeah. That's okay. If you get too much, it's that's considered binge drinking. We're lecturing you because both Brett and I have been over toilets, hungover, throwing up, still drunk. I will. Okay. <laughs> I we will... say this because we've been there. We weren't the smart people who took care of ourselves. We weren't. Yeah. We were dum dums. That's why yes. we say it. Yes. Yes. I did wake up one too many times in a bathtub. <laughs> I did do that. Yes. Guys, okay, so but, so, but, can I tell the personal story? No, let's not tell. Okay, the story. fine. All right, all right. But anyway, fine. If you guys want to hear that story, leave the comments down below and hit subscribe, and you can hear that story. I'll tell you guys one story about Halloween and Mike Wazowski costume. It was not good. Yeah, no. But, <laughs> but anyways, continuing. But on the reels, um, d uh. I know a lot of people have gotten laid off, and if you're one of them, it sucks, but try to find ways to create income for now, because even though you're, like, this one person that did this one thing, well, right now you're going to have to work in a grocery store if you want to uh, provide income, mm -hmm. or you're going to have to work somewhere else that's still hiring and still working and still need people to work for them. So in retrospect, I, w I would recommend if you did get laid off, go... And just get him just work in a grocery store. Unless you have an underlying health, uh, health condition right now. Then rest your body. Yeah. Stay rest. the hell away from everybody and rest your body. Yeah. And also, this is the time to get fit in your house. It's true. Yes. Brett hates Chris Hemsworth now. Hey, I, I, my workout wasn't that bad today. <laughs> so I'm kind of happy. But That's my, good. My abs are on fire. <laughs> His abs are on fire. Yes. Fire, fire. <laughs> Off key, Alicia Keys, everybody. Um, yeah, so I guess the most important thing is if you feel like you're at the end of your rope and there's nothing, nothing that can uh, help you out or you feel like there's just no future or anything, just number one thing, just think this is not, this is not the end of my story. This is not how this is going to play out for the rest of my life. And then make sure to stay social and talk to your friends because everybody's going to keep each other out of their heads. Because if you just sit in isolation and talk to yourself, you're not going to help anything. So. Yeah, your phone, call, your phone makes phone calls. Remember that. Go beep boop, beep boop, beep boop on the phone. Also, there's a magical thing called Discord and Zoom. Get on that stuff. Talk to people. And if you have the honor of being around kids or have kids or you have a niece or a nephew or you work with kids, be around kids as much as you can because I work with kids for a living and they were all bickering over who has the coolest water bottle at snack and then 
they got confused whose salami was in whose bowl, and then they talked about their favorite lizards and their favorite water bottle color, and I just sat there like, see, life is okay. So go be around kids if you're having trouble. Be around kids. And also, if you do have kids, talk to them. Make sure they understand what's going on. And also, if there's something they were willing to, they wanted to explore, like say for example, you have a son, uh, you have a son or daughter that plays basketball, and they want to either go explore volleyball or football, the only way you can find that out is by talking to them. So just pay. Uh, so just take them out in the backyard and teach them a few things about football, or teach them, a, or look up drills online and how to teach them in volleyball or soccer or something. Because at because at the end of the day. This is this is only a temporary fix, but we've all want we have everyone has always wanted more time to spend with family, and also to pick up a new skill or make a life change. This is a time that you can start thinking about that, start educating yourself on those things, and start just taking action on being able to look forward for those moments that when this is when the air gets cleared out and everything's up or running to some sort of normalcy, we're gonna, uh, you're going to be ready to go and tackle tackle the world and mm-hmm. be able to be a lot better off than you were before. And that's all I got. I'm Morgan. And I'm Brett. And this has been another episode of Self-Help Shark. <laughs>